The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Oh, people at home! What's up with that? Welcome back to the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of Dem Dem Dare Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. It's him. It is him. It doth be DPP. Should have said the smoky United States or something. Oh, man. It's brutal out there with the... Canadian wildfires coming down. Yeah, we were talking about it pre-show, and I, w- I was gonna, I could have cut the grass today, but I figured, you know what, we're we're podcasting tonight, and that means we're recording Wednesday. You can actually, we had a little scheduling breakdown of the Chairshot Radio Network this week, so not as many shows as usual, but you are getting bandwagon nerds. You already got that. You're getting DWI, uh, so you'll have at least uh, my two favorite shows on the on the network. Um, Offense intended to anybody that takes offense. <laughs> ah, they're the shows I'm on. Um, but yeah, 
<laughs> so yeah, yesterday, like, I don't know, like if anybody knows the numbers for the air quality index, but we were in the high three hundreds and it was a record poor, uh, around here in Southeast Wisconsin, especially just West of Milwaukee and Waukesha County. And I, I remember going outside for breaks, break around 1030 and then in the afternoon around three and man, you, my eyes started to water a little and you could, you could smell, you could easily see it and you could almost taste it as well. DP today's a little better, but you know, yeah. one day closer to the weekend for 4th of July, cut the grass Thursday should look good all the way through Tuesday. Should work out all right. I was getting a little concerned. Hopefully it clears up a little bit, you know, for 4th of July, get some good fireworks and stuff, you know. It's, Visibility it's, is not that great right now, so it's... No, uh, and we got Summerfest going on right up. now, the world's largest music festival here in Milwaukee. Luckily, you get closer to the lake and it gets a little cooler. And it seems like the wind's blowing down there, so they have, the air quality's been a slightly clo- better closer to the lake. But I feel like if Summerfest had been Tuesday or like that air quality would have hit Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday when they run for three consecutive weekends, they might have had to shut down for a day because I know a lot of things got canceled uh, Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I, I thought about that, too. Like, man, if they would, like, they, Summerfest used to go through the entire week. Right. And then and they would... changed it to just weekends. Yeah. And if it would have been during the week, like, it usually was, like, I wouldn't, I don't, you wouldn't want to be outside. And I wouldn't imagine they would have shut it down or done something to, like, keep people from being outside that for that long because it, it was not comfortable trying to be out there and worried about safety and, breathing ability you you see on the news too a lot of people are stranded at airports um i'm watching you know yeah i'm watching the news tonight before we record and these people are sitting in the airport going i've been here since saturday uh, and they said the next time they can get me a flight is like saturday and they don't have money for a hotel or some of them are like i really don't even have money for food um yeah that's a tough and i would think about one more week one week earlier I would took that flight to Fort Worth for uh, for uh, work. Mm. It would have been this week. I don't you know, know how been, it would have gotten. You might have been stuck down been there. Could have been a problem. Yeah. Yeah, could have been a problem. So, Lucky for me. <laughs> let's just hope uh, that starts to clear up. I know we got uh, 4th of July coming up here next week. Uh, happy birthday, America. Hopefully everybody, uh, no Jason Pierre-Pauls out there. Let's watch your fingies when you're lighting off them fireworks. Uh, let an adult do it or a professional. But... <laughs> what's your favorite uh what's your favorite thing to grill on the fourth of july because you know you kind of got to go with the grill you got to go a little all-american fourth of july you kind of you know stay away from the smoker maybe for a day dp um uh i i'm just like simple it would be like you know maybe you you grill up some baked beans you got the brats and dogs on there and then you got a nice potato salad that to me sounds real like fourth of july all american right there i like the uh yeah i'm a big fan of the hamburgers and hot dogs i definitely would add the brats into their uh you know uh beer soaked you know i like doing the uh you know cooking up uh, heating up a pot of beer and throwing them on there yeah Um, i like doing it with the grill because i have you know like the side burner sure you can get the pot cooking up and you have the you have it right there cooking 
drop the, drop the brats in the beer for a while, then throw them up on the grill. I like throwing them back into the beer afterwards too, which some people don't usually do, but I like putting them in after. They keep them soaked in there a little bit, and then when you're ready for one, you pull one out, and then you're ready to go. How Keeps them warm. Maybe some classic DP grilled tots as well. I love the grilled tots, man. That was the best thing I've ever figured out how to do. Grilled tots. So are you going to make those? Are you gonna make those mini tot sliders for me next time that I showed you? Was you see that picture? <laughs> <laughs> I said they should. They, they, they should just use hash browns. Like just use a hash brown at that point, you know. <laughs> you almost got to get like when two tots get stuck together. Like if you could have that, you know, that'd be that'll be a little bit yeah. easier. Maybe you can find giant. <laughs> what kind of grown beef you get? <laughs> you might have to make your homemade tots a little bit bigger. You know, make something in between like a tot and a hash brown. Yeah, that's kind of what you need. Yeah, it's something a little flatter, like a hash brown, but maybe like half the size. Yeah. There we go. All right, we're just making new traditions here on the DWI podcast just for you for the 4th of July. But right now, I want to remind you, for the 4th of July, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a t-shirt. I don't know what the promo code is. Happy birthday, America. America, 4th of July. Just try it. It, it, get the shirts in soft style. It's the summer. You want it to feel good on your skin. They got tank tops now, too. So, sun's out, guns out. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Right now, you're listening to the 382nd edition of the podcast known as DWI. When we return, it's significant seven time. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. DP, are you ready for some significant seven action here as we go over the most significant seven of the WWE main roster from SmackDown? June 23rd, and Raw, June 26th. Here we go. Number seven. Yes, boy! DP, the more you see them, the more you think this is going to be a very, very legitimate tag team here. In the near future, and for many months to come. Pretty deadly? Pretty deadly. Pretty yeah. awesome. Yes, boy. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they're just, they're looking better and better. Already getting a, you know, a tag team title shot. Showed a really good match with uh, uh, Street Profits. Good Lord. And right after, you know, a nice interview there. With the Grayson Waller effect there, that just showing, the, thank you, showing, uh, you know, that they have all the talent there, and and just immediately looking like a legitimate tag team, something that's very much needed on the main roster. Um, really looking forward to them, you know, continuing to improve, and boy, you know, maybe even new tag team champions. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe. We're going to split Plans to split the titles. Uh, Raw and SmackDown have their own tag titles. Uh, maybe they uh, win half of it. I don't know. Maybe they give it to Kid Nelton. Um, <laughs> yeah, they just, they, they passed the smell test. Like, instant. Like, first impression, second impression. 
persona, mic skills, in-ring, the way they mesh together, like they're they're going to carry the division here very shortly and for a long time. Uh, they're they're just they get it and they've been trained well, right? I mean, Shawn Michaels is in charge of NXT, folks. These people aren't coming in unprepared. Oh, for sure. They're like you you could see it. You could see the crossover so and that that some of these are like a lot, lot quicker better looking than they used to be, I think, when they come up to the main roster. So yeah, he's doing all right down there, I guess, huh? I guess I guess he can I guess they can keep him around. Yeah. Old yeah. HB Shizzle. Pretty Deadly did not make my list. He was fifth on DP's list, which earned him three points, which gave him the number seven spot. Gave them the number seven spot Ooh. this week. So there you go. They're right on my radar. Um, our lists vary a little bit this week, but I think we got a very solid significant seven. You ready to move on to number six, DP, as we're going to kind of roll it a little quicker this week because we do have important money in the bank business to get to. So number six. Now, you don't get to hear this music very often, but that is the music of one solo Sokoa. One, one badass Mama Jamma from the Bloodline. I could have just played the Bloodline music, but I figured I'd grab Solo's music here. So, yeah, there you go. There thanks, you. For, thanks for the bell. What a banger him and Seamus had. I mean, talk about guys that are going to carry the company moving forward into the future. I mean... He, we don't even know how well he is on the mic. We just know that he's really good at getting his persona over, and right now that he doesn't really even have to say much. Obviously, he's involved in the greatest storyline of all time to start his main roster career, but is anybody more legitimate than Solo Sokoa right now, DP? You can't start much better than him. you, you got a, a great group to learn from with, mm-hmm. with his brothers and Roman. And you get a dance partner like Sheamus to to go out there and put on a hell of a match and main event the SmackDown, you know. And yeah, he hasn't had to talk. It's perfect. It's a perfect spot for him. He just comes in as the enforcer, you know. Maybe it just I, I probably gets all this comparison, but he just reminds me of Samoa Joe, you know. Especially starting out, he just he doesn't have to talk much. He just come in and just powerhouse beat the shit out of people and keep on going, you know. He's he is a great candidate to be another Paul Heyman guy once this goes wherever it goes, but either way, like <laughs> dude's awesome. He's, yeah. And he just looks better and better every time you see him. One of the best, book, one of the best book wrestlers in the world right now, period. End of story. No, no one, no one. I, I don't, I even Roman, even Roman, I challenge you to tell me someone that's been booked better than solo Sokoa. Uh, that that's amazing. Seventh on your list this week and fifth on mine. So making both lists. All right, let's get into it. We're heading into number five, 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 five. Sure. 
DP not only did Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler unify the Women's Tag Team Championships, Shayna comes out and gets a singles win on Monday night, and Ronda on Monday night as team leader leads the Stars on Mars to victory, folks. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out to Ronda Rousey, Stars on Mars. I had to get the Stars on Mars reference in there. I've been I've been bugging the nerds out every week about it too. <laughs> Smackdown and Raw. Whatever Ronda does on Stars on June, Mars. June 26th, that's when it aired. Nothing to get on this yeah. list. <laughs> she, was, she was leading her team mission to success on Mars while supporting Shayna Baszler. At the same time. These things were happening at the same time, Dan. How is that possible? I was watching it. I was watching like it mitosis here, and there, or something? here and there. No, that, what? You get two different. Like, is that what that is? She burnt. She turned into two different people. I, think that's I don't know. You guys did the homework. I just copied duplicate. it. Duplicate. Yeah, duplicate. Yeah. I, knew, I knew that one. <laughs> Not that kind of scientist. <laughs> I knew duplicate. <laughs> <laughs> homework. Duplicate it. Uh, I think it's a big deal. I think it's significant that on that on Friday Night SmackDown, they beat um, uh, Chance and Carter, I believe it is, uh, mm -hmm. for for the, to unify the women's tag team championships. And then an even bigger deal, Liv comes back. And, and now we have that whole tag match set up uh, for money in the bank. Yeah, they were, they were very close to making my list. I, I, I found it hard to justify putting them on there just because the, the women's tag division has just been, I don't know, just so insignificant. I, I, I really wanted to give it, to give it more attention and hopefully it, hopefully it does. And they get right off the bat, you get a big title match. I'm curious if this just means there's going to be one set of tag titles. Or are they going to go in through NXT and have NXT Maybe. matches too? So uh, that'd be kind of cool if uh, Rousey and Baszler go down to NXT and have matches like they used to do before they tried to have the women's tag division in NXT have its own titles, which there's just not enough, I don't think, to, to have more than one. So, I, yeah, I'm 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 happy that they did this unification. I think. Rousey and Baszler, I think we talked about it for a while, should run this tag division and just dominate for like a while until Legitimize a team it. comes up. Yes, take them know? all the way to yeah. Mania. Take so. them all the way to Mania. Oh, easily. Easily they should. There's they, nobody. They, they, they like, won't, I feel though. like this they Liv won't. Morgan Raquel Rodriguez is... They won't. Why not? Because what will probably happen is something, <laughs> something, it'll be some kind of dusty finish uh at money in the bank and then they'll eventually lose them to raquel and live at SummerSlam, just because this division just doesn't get booked well i don't have a firm belief that they're going to be able to do that i just i just don't think it's going to happen yeah i, think I want would. it to. I, I i think they're i think they could figure out that there's just there's for the tag division there's just no other way reason to do anything different and i i think this is an opportunity for raquel to turn heel which is what she should be on Liv oh, turn on and Liv. have that going. But, yeah, I'm okay but with that. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, all right. Fine. <laughs> Fine. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> all right. Let's get to number four on the Significant Seven this week. Number four, four, four.
Folks, this is what you hear underneath all of the booing at events. Hear you? This is Dominic Mysterio's theme. You just can't ever hear it. Sure can't. <laughs> Did not sound familiar to me. Uh, he is uh, definitely right outside of the Significant Seven for me. Made, uh, what, two on your list this week, DP? Number two for me, man. The, uh, Dom Dom. Yeah, with a giant win over Akira Tozawa. I mean, you saw the sweat, man. He, he worked hard for that one. He's he's over though. More. He's over. He's got more heat than anybody in the business right now. He's got more heat. He's you know the 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 slaps and run a uh, little coward Cody, role he's playing yeah. with with Cody. Great. And the fact that he's getting that attention is just amazing to me. And again, it's kind of the same thing that he did last week. You know, it's been the same bit. You know, teasing that he's gonna fight him, running away. I don't need this shit. Fuck this. I don't need this shit. Uh, but then running in, get the slap and run out. It just, it's, it's fun cowardice heel stuff that just is so entertaining and, and everybody just wants to see him get his come up in. So we'll see it. We'll see it at money in the bank. Yes. We will talk about that shortly. All right. We're going to keep it moving along here as we do want to get to money in the bank. And boy, this is somebody who's going to be uh, a pretty big part of the topics for money in the bank. Number three this week, L.A. Knight, DP. Let me talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Number four on my list. Uh, yeah. You know. Four on your list, uh, four on mine, which earned him the third spot big, in the Significant Seven. There you go. Uh, big win over Rey Mysterio on yeah. SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, that was surprising. Yeah. Clean? Like, crazy. You know where uh, yeah came from? It's like no, it's like uh, you're in the basement or something, and like your mom when you're younger, your mom or when you're older, your girlfriend or whatever yells yells down to you while you're doing something, and you're like working, and they're like hey, and you're like yeah, yeah, like like yeah, I'm working here, yeah. Right? Doesn't that? Is that the that, same place yeah. where this came from? What? Well, no, I don't know where that. That kid. That's that's. Yeah. That that's uh, that has dropped yeah. to that's dropped to what has dropped to second behind uh, Seth Rollins yeah. not taking care of people trying to cut a promo and sell an angle with him in the ring. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I we we don't we don't even need to talk about LA Knight now because we're going to talk about LA Knight a lot. Uh, so we're basically just trying to <laughs> give you, you the significant seven this week. We're going to keep it rolling in number two, which we can talk about a little bit because he was in action. Gunther. DP, the actual workhorse of the main roster is Gunther. The guy just gets better and better every week. Imperium gets more and more solidified every week. Uh, the ring general. Indeed. Is just awesome. 
and boy, getting Sami Zayn, having a match with Sami Zayn, and having Zayn sell for you too. You know, just two guys who are at the top of the list of you know superstars right now. Sami Zayn's just one of the most over guys. Hanging out with KO, they're still doing their bit. And adding Gunther into this because they're just tied up in this tag team whole thing, six man tag with Riddle, has been awesome. It's just really fun. They they've all been working together so well, and seeing Gunther just have a great match with Sami Zayn, getting a big win, holding that Intercontinental title till uh, he beats the Tongster. The Tongster has been has been great. It's, it's too bad that Gunther. it's not too bad in in the overall sense, but just for this specifically, it's too bad that Gunther already has Imperium and is with a faction because I think an interaction where Gunther and Pretty Deadly teamed up because that's who's going to face Sammy and KO, like Gunther would be like, you know, we're going to go out there and crush them. And they're like, yes, boy. (laughs) 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 Right. That'd be pretty sweet. But anyway, yes, Gunther, very deserving this week. Uh, all over, uh, he was fifth last week. He's moving up the ranks to second this week. Um, third on your list and first on mine. But now, a man who was second last week and is pretty much the champion of the Significant Seven Power Rankings, as it's only been happening two weeks. Second last week to the <laughs> Usos, who have fallen out of the Significant Seven. This man goes from two to one. That's right, you guessed it. It's none other than Phineas Balorus Maximus. Finn Balor, number one this week, DP. What do you think? Just continuing on his role that he's had for um, adding heat to this match with Seth Rollins coming up, you know, and getting Carmelo Hayes into the mix here. Yeah, uh, shout out to Carmelo Hayes. Has a match match with Seth and then has a match with Finn, and that guy's going to be a player. I think he's going to be the next yeah. small guy player that actually legitimately gets pushed in in heavyweight championship ways. Yeah, it was really cool to see him get a shot at uh, on the main roster on Raw, get to show off what he can do, and you know, Balor sold for him like crazy. He got to do all his big hits, and then you know, Balor still gets the win clean over the NXT champion. That's huge, you know. That's huge for the week, and could lead to some other stuff. Maybe that Balor might do after Money in the Bank, you know, with getting involved in Carmelo and, you know, the whole mix with Braun Breaker still in there and, and Seth Rollins and that whole group could lead to some more things. But Balor's just been killing it the last couple of weeks, and especially this one with a big win over Carmelo. Yeah. good, Really good Raw and SmackDowns as we continue. Like, this is probably one of the better summers in a while. I don't, And I don't see it letting up as we move into SummerSlam, but it's because you've got – a lot of established things coming out of WrestleMania, not just the bloodline, but Sammy and KO and the momentum they had. Gunther, you've got people that have come up and really done well. Grayson Waller is a guy that's been getting over on TV. You look at Pretty Deadly, their association with Austin Theory. We don't even talk about Tommaso Ciampa being back and starting a program with The Miz, which has been really good. 
Um, the Usos didn't make the list this week. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns have never made a significant seven. Neither has Cody Rhodes. So there you go. <laughs> it's crazy. That's crazy to think about that. But we just started. You know, we worry, it's we only worry. two weeks. It's only two weeks. Wait, wait till wait till next week with when you have the pay per view in with it too. Sure, sure. That makes a big difference. That's when say. they're that's when they're prominent more. You know, the champions and stuff like that. But it's great to see, you know, secondary stories getting a lot of attention and and being good because that's that's hard to do and that's something we I, I really haven't seen enough of in quite a while and and it's been very very good for about a year, at least a year, maybe a year plus now. It's really what's given me the motivation for us to do this, is to talk about the other stuff, right? Because even when you talk about the other stuff, the main stuff will come up in association because you're always building to be a top person and things of that nature. Well, true. And, like, you know, we've had Dominic Mysterio on there, you know, who isn't necessarily in the title picture or anything, but he gets this prominent match with Cody Rhodes and we're talking about Cody Rhodes. So it's like, you know, you're still talking about the top guys. You got the Usos in there. You know, they're in with Roman Reigns. It's just Roman Reigns isn't necessarily the one in the top spot. You know, it's the Usos who are kind of carrying it up until the pay-per-view. So it's Speak- it, they all get they all they're all still there. We all still talk about them. True. You know, but it's nice to to get everybody involved. Speaking of the pay-per-view money in the bank, we're going to get to that after this, DWI 382, ChairShot Radio Network on the ChairShot.com. Always use your head and head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your Head. Welcome back, DWI 382 DP and PC, kicking it old school with you here. We're heading to Money in the Bank, DP, and I couldn't be more thrilled. What order should we discuss these You're matches? Excited. You're excited. Feel these nipples. Uh, let's I'm start with there. Cody. You're excited. There you go. Feel these nipples. Yeah, you almost shot that puck up my pooper. <laughs> oh. Hey, try not to shoot that puck up my pooper. No, you you got booyah. Um, let's start <laughs> let's start with Cody and Dom. Why not? We we're just we just ended the last segment with with that, and uh, this this is interesting. I don't I don't necessarily want to see a great wrestling match here. I I want to see Dominic be the biggest coward you've ever fucking seen and somehow pulls out a w that's what i want to see oh man it would really be interesting if they they have dom win this match um but that that's exactly what i want to see i i think it has to start off with dom still doing his bit of hit and run you know the cowardice until cody finally gets his hands on him like and the, the crowd will love that shit crowd will eat that up they should barely be in the ring the first five minutes no, he could do the classic old school bad guy jumps out of the ring, dicks around, Rhea Ripley's over there going, it's going to be okay, it's okay, it's okay. You know, like they could easily do that. Have him hide behind Rhea as Cody comes running outside the ring, you know, chase him around the ring, and then there's Rhea Ripley. Who doesn't have a match? Behind her. Who doesn't have a match, by the way? Who does not have a match? That's crazy. Women's title match, which, yeah. 
Neither women's no, titles. Even no women's title match. I'm just looking at that. Interesting, which means the women will not actually cash in on Money in the Bank night like they usually do. Neither will the men. <laughs> oh, no, but just saying. There's yeah, been a lot no, of, I, yeah, if you look yeah, at the women's history, a lot I of hear. them have cashed in the same day. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. You got Cody winning here or you got Dom? I think Dom's going to pull out a victory here. I don't think it matters if Cody loses by nefarious means, if you will. Yeah, this is tough because... Cody doesn't necessarily need a win, and it'd be huge for Dom as gloating rights. I could see Rhea oh, yeah. and then down the line, costing Cody Rhodes. When Cody eventually wins a championship down the line, Dom can be the first one in line going, hey, we wrestled once and I beat you. You owe me a title shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. I, 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 I'll take Dom here. I, that's, I, I think Cody's going to win it, but you know what? I'm going to pick Dom. I like the wild, the option that Dom wins it by nefarious means. All right, let's get into that Intercontinental Championship match between Gunther and Matt Riddle. This is the match I want to see a really good match. Give them 12, 15 minutes. Obviously, Gunther's going to win here. What do you think? Yeah, this is... Um, boy, I, I think they're, this one's going to be the one that breaks down. We're going to see the you know, Imperium show up. We're going to see KO and Zayn. Probably show up. They don't have a match either. So I could see just a whole chaos brewing in this one. But I, I hopefully Gunther and Riddle can, yeah, get 10 minutes before that happens because God, they could put on a hell of a show. Sure. And, and Gunther, you know, will just beat the hell out of it. Riddle can sell the, the whole ankle injury thing they've been going on. Uh, but he's just too good in the ring, I think, both of them to, to kind of ruin a good opportunity to show off some skills between the two and see what they can do for a good 10 minutes before chaos ensues. Cause I'm pretty sure chaos is going to ensue in this one. And, and Guther's going to get the win. Cause I, I don't see him losing the side C title for, for a while. Yeah. You know, I could, I could see the Cody and Dom thing and the Gunther and riddle thing moving, being happening at SummerSlam as well though like this feels like one of those times where you kind of get a couple matches in a row from a couple different spots on on ple's yeah i, I definitely see cody and dom running it back at SummerSlam. Gunther and riddle maybe i mean i think that we're clearly we're getting a six-man tag here soon enough between the groups they might maybe they save that one and that way Gunther doesn't have to necessarily defend the title. Yeah, but if know. he doesn't defend it at SummerSlam, then he's already he's already passed the Tonkster. Because when's the September Done. Do? And there's your there's a win. There you go. What is the when and what is the September pay per view? Can you oh effort boy. can you effort uh, that? I can look that up. Alright, you look that up while I move on to another title match here. And, and a couple of people, a quad, quadrant of people that we've already talked about, Ronda and Shayna versus Liv and Raquel. DP, you talked about maybe a possible turn here on the Raquel-Liv side. I I just, all I want is Shayna and Ronda to legitimize these titles and, and give them time to have a good match at the pay-per-views. And they've already given them plenty of time on TV, right? So eventually we can build to somebody that is over in the women's tag team division on the face side that can challenge and get the big rub from Ronda and Shayna. Who that is, I don't know. It's not Liv and Raquel in my mind. No, I don't think so. I think 
I, I do hope and think that they're going to carry these until WrestleMania, until they can make, you know, legitimize them and then, you know, get a good tag team together that can challenge them and, and make it meaningful. I, I think this is an opportunity for, I mentioned earlier, you know, for Raquel to go heel, which is where I think she belongs because she just, she's not doing it for me as a baby face. I think she's got the, she's just, she's a stronger, you know, female wrestler, bigger, taller. Usually those are play peels very well. Um, and Liv could sell for her and make her look like a million bucks. Uh, you know, at SummerSlam with those two going at it, maybe in a singles match. Um, after SummerSlam, we got Payback, which is September second. Oh, okay. So then we would have a we would have one more defense go. there. So yeah, okay. Payback. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the women's money in the bank. EO Sky is a heavy betting favorite. Uh, minus two fifty, the last I saw, which is very surprising to me. I I don't know if they're going to go with the whole history with Asuka and maybe have her cash in and have them do a program. Great, cool, I'm okay with that. But I think the person who needs to win this and Trish needs to be okay with it and continue to be almost a manager for and a mouthpiece for her is Zoe Stark, who can already work really well in the ring, looks great, has this excellent heelish attitude badass thing going on and if trish can continue to promote her and lift her up kind of being almost a valet ish manager kind of thing i i would like that more so um i'm really okay with anybody winning it here except for trish or zelina i just don't believe in either of them sorry um but yeah becky's fine bailey's fine eo's fine zoe's fine to me what what, what is your prognosis diagnosis proclamation uh prediction for money in the bank women's ladder match hearing eo sky being that big of a favorite uh is really exciting i thought you know she's the wild card in this that i think i'd love to see her get more opportunities as a singles wrestler she's amazing her and asuka that with their with their long history uh, japan of being a team could be awesome to play off of and having her be a champion sooner than later would be awesome because she is super talented. Um, what I think is probably going to happen, what I would like to see happen is I want Trish to win it. I want to see Trish win it. I want to see her gloat over Becky that she's got the belt. She's got the money in the bank briefcase. She's the first hall of famer, you know, to be in money in the bank, first hall of famer to win the briefcase. She's got huge, bragging rights as her heel character is, is going right now to do that and just kind of, you know, taunt Becky up until SummerSlam. Trish Stratus puts the Money in the Bank briefcase on the line against Becky Lynch. I know you hate that. Why would you put that title? Why would you put that it briefcase on yeah, the line? Yeah, why? It doesn't make any sense. But I got a feeling, like, I don't know. To me right now, I kind of got that feeling something like that would happen because Trish, I don't see Trish cashing in and winning the title. I just that I don't see that happening. So I don't. There's no reason for her to win it, except for that reason, is to basically give it to Becky to blow off their feud and have Trish go back away, you know, and be it be done. 
So that's what I got. I'm taking trips. I don't like it. Either <laughs> I don't care what you like. All right, let's go to the... Let's go... <laughs> let's go to Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Uh, any chance Finn wins this tonight? This on, on Saturday? Hell no. Where is it? Because there's no chance in hell. Yeah. Not gonna happen. Uh, the only way. Not that's not that. Not that it's gonna stop them from putting on potentially this match of the night. But I think all of these matches are contenders for it. To be honest with you. The only way I can see this happening is is if they really decide to go and 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 make a huge splash at Money in the Bank. Is if this match is on after the men's, Damian Priest wins the Money in the Bank, Finn wins the World Championship, and Priest cashes in on Finn. That's the only way I see that Finn wins and the Money in the Bank gets cashed in. And I think that's a long shot. But I think that would be pretty cool. I think I would be okay if that happened. Would you be okay if that happened? Booking by Tony. I would would have no problem with that, that's for sure. I think that would be amazing. And I know we've talked about it. Damian Priest is well deserved, so it would be it would be interesting to see and, and would continue that Priest and Balor kinda well internal well, it, feud it that would, they're having, but they said they're all good. Yeah, but. it would it would set the fucking place on fire is what it would do. Uh if you, you show up to Monday Night Raw, I'll tell you that. Uh to watch on the third a, a day which is probably oh, gonna yeah. be less televised. Or less 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 uh tuned into because of the holiday kind of four day weekend. But I mean, be a huge hook for Monday night for that Monday night run. Oh, right? Holy shit! Yeah. So I guess, folks, if 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 Seth and Finn haven't wrestled yet, and Damian wins the Money in the Bank, you might want to go to the window for Finn then, before that match kicks off. That's all I'm gonna say. We'll just we'll just say that. Speaking of the men's Money in the Bank. Yeah, L.A. Knight. I mean, is this a, is this a no-brainer? Uh, the only uh, or, because like what I said for Damian Priest, that's kind of far-fetched. Butch doesn't stand a chance in hell. Uh, although, wouldn't that be just a kick in the pants? Ricochet. <laughs> I could see Nakamura, but he just he just you need people that can talk. I think Escobar is more of a of a likely likelihood than than any of the people i've talked about before we've already talked about priest very legitimate betting wise odds go and and storyline wise we know how we all feel about la night i think the majority of us if we had money and had to bet it would say he's going to win this and he will successfully cash it in at some point before that time expires but dp logan paul is best for business I wouldn't argue that. I said it last week. As soon I as mean, Logan Paul was, uh, was how many, inserted in, he how many, became the he became the odds-on favorite. How many follows on social media where he can just every week, three four times a week, talk shit with his money in the bank briefcase? Doesn't even have to show up to RAW. Don't even have to pay him for a plane ticket or an appearance. He's just he's just making him money. He's just drawing eyeballs by doing what he does. And can can continue the whole argument that everybody hates of 
We got another part-timer that's going to be a WWE champion. It's just, it adds more heat to that. And for the same reason that you said, if this goes on before Rollins and Finn Balor, you know, Logan Paul and Seth Rollins have a history too. You could see if Logan Paul wins that money in the bank briefcase, maybe Rollins is going to win and Paul could cash in immediately. WWE has a very high success rate of their part-timers being rising tides because they raise all ships. There's 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 very few guys that they let be part-time come in in big spots that do not raise the entire pay level for everybody involved because the house gets bigger, the attention gets bigger, the numbers get bigger, and everybody gets paid more. And Logan Paul is a guy that does that. That's That's period. He brings more eyeballs to the WWE. He does. End of story. It's why a guy like Goldberg got got booked for all these years and everything else. Because maybe you didn't want to see it, but by golly, the numbers showed that that money was worth spending. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's the same reason these guys come back. I mean, you're not going to argue with that. And you're going to give these guys every opportunity to to show up for the business. And it's not like he's half-assing it. It's not like, you know, you look at Bad Bunny, you know, guys like that. You know, it's huge. They're huge. They get so over. Who's and they, the put last... on, they put the work in, who's which the la... makes it even that much better. They don't even have to. Here. But they do it because they love it. I'll tell you, who's the last celebrity that didn't pan out and they just they just kind of stepped away from him real quick? Uh, in WWE? Gronk. Gronk at WrestleMania during the pandemic. They, they, there was, there was supposedly. Now this is just sourceless rumorism, but he was, he was. They wanted to do some stuff with him, and he was all up on it until he got there, and didn't have the respect, and didn't put in the work, and and like Vince had to jump off the top of the thing to show him that he was going to be okay. Like, dude. These guys are fucking, you're a big dude. Fucking go do your thing. You're supposed to be there. You're supposed to listen and learn, not just be Gronk. And he wanted to be Gronk. And I'm fine with that, but that's why nothing ever came of him. Yeah, that doesn't work. It doesn't necessarily work in this business. It's it's different. And you got to, if you want to do it, you got to do it. You got to be willing to do it and make the sacrifices. And learn. Yeah, that's true. He didn't learn do with respect. He was in the, uh, he He's, showed up at the Memorial Battle Rumble giant, Andre. Got got and, uh, got uh, Jinder got him over, and then after that, yep. that was a Jinder one. Jinder, Jinder is the biggest fucking uh, winner Jinder from Rob Gronkowski fucking being in WWE. <laughs> the fans didn't the win. Off, the yeah. fans won because of Jinder, but, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. <laughs> there you go, Greg. I said Jinder. We talked about Jinder Mahal on the DWI podcast. Uh I'd love to see him get up, get a run again. I know he's got into sheer. I don't think they're booking them well, but I mean, I'm, I'm just some dude. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So anyway, um, LA Knight. I'm going LA Knight. I think I'm going to stick with LA Knight. Logan Paul is, is like right, right there. Uh, but I like LA Knight with that. And, Here's my thing with LA Knight, or here's my thing with Logan Paul is you could have a super 
awesome high spot that takes him and Ricochet out of the match and leads to them having a crazy match at SummerSlam. True. And that's that's one of the things they've been building on that that history from their Royal Rumble appearance and everything. So was it Royal Rumble when they did their move or about yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could almost have like a <laughs> you could almost do like a I don't know what they could do. A, a TLC, Hell in a Cell. Something high flying. Maybe Hell in a Cell. Yeah, you could do I don't know. Cage match. I don't know. Maybe cage match. Only flip- I think you leave TLC out of it. Only only flippin's allowed match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Top rope match. Top rope only. Wrestle. <laughs> Spot fest match. Uh, anyway, all right. I think we're we're we'll looking call that at AEW. It. We're hey. looking at we're looking at yeah. Forbidden Door was solid. Forbidden Door was solid. But here's my thing about Forbidden Door, and this is why we're not talking about it this week except for right now. Nothing comes from it. It's over now. Now it's over. There's no, there's no, it, what, what from Forbidden Door are you looking forward to carry forward, DP? Yep. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. So, I think but he, I think that from everything I've one seen, of the Japanese and guys I've, wrestling Moxley again. I don't know. Uh, oh, Ishii, I think. <laughs> I mean. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Omega and Osprey had a solid match. Any all the all the Dave Meltzer AEW New Japan fans will tell you, oh my God, it was a 74 star match. It's the greatest match of all time. It's the greatest match ever. Osprey is the greatest fucking wrestler ever. Okay. Except he almost killed Omega. Oh, the Tiger Driver 91. Let's keep that spot out of yeah, there. Yeah. Well, that's what those guys do. You look fucking right then. I guess we have to mention Daniel Bryan submitting Okada for the first time. Uh, since like the G1 in 2015, Okada was submitted. So that's a big Crazy. deal. But what does that do for Okada in New Japan that Daniel Bryan beat their biggest star? Nothing. Doesn't do anything for any of them. No. And yeah. what does it do for Daniel Bryan now moving forward in AEW? Nothing. Is he going to get a title match? No, he's got a broken arm. He's out two months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. I guess <laughs> let's move. Let's move on to the main event, which we all know will be the main event of Money in the Bank. Solo Sokoa, Roman Reigns taking on the Usos in a bloodline civil war. I I am at a loss for how they're going to book this match to finish and what the next thing is. I mean, honestly, I feel like the next thing could be Roman defending the title in a fatal four-way against Solo and the Usos at SummerSlam. I think that's where we're leading. I think Solo flips on Roman here. I think that's what happens at Money in the Bank. Solo flips on Roman. Roman is left standing alone now. And at SummerSlam, Roman puts the title on the line in a fatal four-way and says, when I defend this, y'all fall the fuck in line. And they all fall the back fuck in line. Because this storyline is got to go. For another year plus. It's true. Uh, that's that's not a bad way to go because I just I don't see where else they go with it too, other than like I imagine Solo joining his brothers as well on the other side of the line. 
that's a good way to bring them all back. Roman Reigns in a fatal four-way with all of them would be phenomenal at SummerSlam. Like for the whole next month leading into SummerSlam after Money in the Bank, you're sitting there going, "Yeah, you're going, okay, this is it. This is the end of the bloodline. That's crazy. We're at the end now. And then all of a sudden, a couple weeks, a few weeks before the second SmackDown, Roman and Paul's like, okay, you really want a piece of the Tribal Chief? Fatal four-way. He's putting the titles online. Obviously, if one of you win, the bloodline and tribal chief are definitely done. But when the tribal chief, spoiler alert, beats all three of your asses, guess what? You fall back the fucking line. I'm going to call it. I'm going to predict it right now by Tony, so this most likely won't happen. (laughs) I like the idea of the fatal four-way. I do. I, I don't think they'll do the fall back in line. It may just be at this point that the bloodline's done. I mean, do they really need to continue the story? They well, just need to continue Roman if, Reigns as champion. I, or or do they? Are we just hung up on the fact that we've kind of been sitting in our own little bubble where it's become popular, and I'm talking about the chair shot, to think that he's actually going to hold it and pass Hogan. He's already passed 1,000 days. What if we get to this fatal four-way thing and that's it? And it's Solo. And and, and and Solo and the Usos because Roman finally takes some time off. Maybe he needs it for his health. Maybe he's got a movie. Maybe it's both because he isn't here a lot. I would say that's probably not going to happen. But it's a really good out for him to lose the belt to like Solo and those three go on for a while while he's gone. It's possible. I, I don't I, I just at this point once he hits SummerSlam I feel like he might maybe he's around a little longer like to get him through to WrestleMania and that's where he loses it. I mean I just I don't think you necessarily need the bloodline story anymore. If, like you I don't can know. have him carry the title. But these guys can go out in their merry way as a that's, you know, as I the Usos. No, you know, I think the triple. blood if he's going to keep it till WrestleMania, you got to keep the bloodline storyline going for a while. I don't know if you want to insert some new life into it as well and have something going on that way. But if they're going to carry it through WrestleMania, he's winning at WrestleMania then. If you if he gets to 40, why then all you got to do is get to SummerSlam again. Look at he has barely worked since WrestleMania. He's already at SummerSlam. If they're going to have him beat that record, but they don't they don't have to have him beat that record. But I'm saying if you're going to get all the way I mean, to Mania, it's just a hop, skip and a jump to SummerSlam. It's not like you're trying to get from Survivor Series to Mania. Where would you rather see him lose? You rather a- see him after, lose I want to see him lose on the 1485th day in 2024 on SmackDown live on fucking public television to whoever it is because they're having the celebration. And it's literally that day he beat. And that's what I want to see. Whoever wins Money in the Bank next year, that's who it's going to be. Dominic Mysterio. Oh, boy, don't say that. I just said it. He's not taking down the tribal chief. Why not? Oh. Yeah, yeah. you see that. You see. You're not. Is you it don't, not going to be Cody you, Rhodes? You, you, Fuck Cody Rhodes. It's never going to be fucking Cody Rhodes. And we talked about that Cody too. Rhodes at I predi- we predict we both took Cody Rhodes to beat Roman, or maybe you didn't. But at the very least, I can tell you for sure 
doesn't it say something that we had all these rumors of 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 Rock and Roman, and then and then not only that, but they they went to Steve too. It was never going to be Cody at Mania. Cody was third in line to just have the fucking match. Well, maybe in 40s, number one in line. You think they're going to get The Rock? You think they're going to get... I, at 40, I don't know if you're going to get... If I don't know. I think if it's... I think, I think 40 against The Rock would be perfect. Because he can beat The Rock. And maybe that's what brings the bloodline back to him or something like that. I don't know. But... To have this story be gone here after SummerSlam would not, I don't, I just, fine. It's been great. It's been one of the best ever, maybe the best ever, but I think there's still, there's still more juice there. So more blood to squeeze? There you go. There you go. There's still more blood in the bloodline. Some more blood to tap out. Give me that that other vein here. Oh, God. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. I, I, that's why I don't book it, right? I mean, there's but there's they've rumored Rikishi coming back and doing a, doing something with them too. That you know, makes me even more of the so. Three right there. That leads me even more to believe that what you remember the movie Digstown with James Caan or no with James Woods and Louis Gossip Jr. No, no, but I know which one you're talking about. When Gossip had to, in one night had to fight all these guys. Boxing, yeah. And then uh, whoever they had to bet with, the guy they brought in uh, the last, the last guy, and Woods knew him from prison. And at some point, he's beating Louis Gossett, and he just looked at him and went, blew the double finger whistle at him, pointed down, and the guy laid down, <laughs> and Gossett won. <laughs> so Rikishi could do something like that with Solo, you know, like he beat Uso's ass and shit, and or gonna try and defend Roman. He's like, no. And you know, changes that over, but whatever. I, Maybe. I just there's there's so much more left to this that that it just has to continue. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely interested to see how where it goes. You know, it's it's definitely going through SummerSlam, one way or the other. This is this uh, is a ridiculous. I just, I just don't see it getting past it at this point. You know, I don't see where they're going. I I think this could be one of the best shows this year for WWE and they've already had an amazing show. This card is stupid DP. They, they didn't over, yeah. they didn't try to get everything on it. Right. Like we talked about both women's titles are off of there. You know, there's no U S championship match. They needed to have no the women's titles. They needed to have the women's tag titles on there because that just happened. Right. There's no, yeah. The, well, the, you know, Zane so, and Owens aren't even on, aren't on it. I mean, that's one of your hottest it's, stories or your hottest teams and they didn't even make the bill. Which those is great. Two, we talked those, about this. Those stuff. two and Rhea, like are two or three of your hottest stars, and, and they're they're not really even in matches, even though they're gonna be involved. So I can't wait. I I mean I don't even care what I, order they put these matches in, to be honest with you, because we all know what's gonna be last. So other than that, do what you gotta do. No, I mean right, it is true. Right. It's true. It's damn true. I like I think this is the best for us before it starts from what I've seen so far this year, this is the best card top to bottom that I've seen. And and just, there's not a match I'm not looking forward to, which is, is a first this year for me, to be honest. And yeah, I don't care what you start with, start with Cody and Dominic. That'd be fun. Start with Rollins or Balor. One of those two would, I think would be fun to start with. And obviously we're ending with the bloodline. 
I would come over and watch this with you after golf on Saturday, but I also have to get up to golf Sunday early enough to make bandwagon nerds. So <laughs> I'm not going to come over. Um, if we want to pull the laptops up and, and, and hang out and have some drinks and watch it together like that on, on Skype, I'm down with that. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I, uh, I know you are, I, I know you've, <laughs> I feel like you made a pretty great compromise, gracious compromise to be able to sit and enjoy a, a Saturday afternoon uh, money in the bank. I know you're going out tomorrow night. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Uh, can't use the air quality. Can I, can I use air quality? No, I think it's, yeah, afternoon tomorrow. It's supposed to clear up, so. That's too bad. Ugh. Plus, you're close to the lake. You're going to have a good time. You're going to have a good time. You relax your pants. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to come back and give our final thoughts here as we head into, uh, I would say, the fifth biggest pay-per-view of the year. In my opinion, I would even call it the third biggest pay-per-view of the year. Uh, DWI 382, DPP, and PC Tunney right here on a special Wednesday edition of the DWI podcast. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, folks, thanks once again for tuning in to the DWI podcast. DPP and PC Tunney here. AJ Belaz out on assignment. Dave Ungar, we were efforting, but we had to switch nights, and it's just not a good night for him. So maybe we'll have Dave on next week to review Money in the Bank. We always love having the sixth member of the DWI podcast. And to my chagrin, in addition, makes him way too powerful, also the best friend. I guess, though, if I would trust anybody with that much power, it would be Dave. So I'm, I'm fine. I'd pick, I'd I'm pick fine Dave, lawyer, and everything. So, yeah. yeah, we love Dave. Dave, we love you. You know that. Um, all right. Dave, they, they, they opened a Super Nintendo theme park at Universal Studios. Oh, I'm coming sh- over. I'm, oh, well, there, yeah, I'm sure he knows already. <laughs> I know. I know he knows. I want him to know that I'm staying at his house to go visit. I think I have an extra week of vacation next year. Maybe we just we want a road there trip, drive out there. Ooh, yikes. All right. Well, I mean, I can drive for like 18 hours straight, so. Yeah. I know the Dillonator can do 24 hours straight, too, so, you know. Oh, God. Then we're, we get there. We'll get, we'll get, we'll just Set. go, we'll just get right there. The three of us I'll will just go. sleep. I'll sleep in the truck. You're going to have to pull a few <laughs> hours, dickhead. You're going to have go. to pull a few hours, you son of a bitch. This guy. <laughs> yeah. You can sleep in the fucking, uh, the, 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 that's what I'm saying. You can sleep in the, the bed. Oh, man. So Satch and I. Put the music on back there. I'm good to go. Satch and I were up at Slosh Gosh one year and we met these couple of chicks that wanted to go to another party. And Nate's like, sure. And they're like, can we ride with you guys? And he's like, I have a, I have a like two seat pickup truck. That's when he had that gold Dodge, and it only yeah. had it didn't it didn't even have like that have third seat. seat. No, it was just that was it. It was it was a nice yeah. truck. It was two bucket seats. But he had it. but he had the hard top on the back, and like he had a blanket yep. or a couple blankets laid down in the bed. They're like, we'll ride in the back. So <laughs> he's hitting every fucking bump he can find on the way over to this other party. Oh, the funniest shit ever. <laughs> 
Yeah, we were probably, this is probably 2003-ish. Yeah, that sounds about right. 2002. 2002. And then we drove back. And the way we made it back, we were so fucked up. The way we made it back is we blasted Metallica Black Album in the truck on the way home on the freeway. And we just sang. We sang for an hour. (laughs) I'll keep you going. <laughs> it did. It did. Uh, <laughs> last thoughts here on Money in the Bank, because this is such an important pay-per-view, right? Uh, not just for bloodline storyline reasons, just because the Money in the Bank can be super significant. It can get people over. It can significantly change storylines in wrestling history, as we would like to say. Um, how significant are we going to look back at this Money in the Bank, DP? Um, you know, I don't think it's going to be super significant, honestly. I mean, the bloodline storyline obviously is dominating everything, and that's that's a big part of this one. But, I mean, I feel like for the women's money in the bank, yeah, it's not going to be overly significant. L.A. Knight getting it, if, if L.A. Knight's the one to win it, you know, it's, you know, you're looking at, it's in a lot of those cases, the next person in line to be champion, you know, men's and women's, so... When it comes to the women's side, it's almost people that have been champion already that are the favorites, <laughs> other than EO, right? Whoa. You kind of think Becky Lynch, Bailey, you know, Trish. So I'm not thinking that's going to be as significant, but for the men's, if it's LA Knight or whatever, you know, that's that's the next guy, you know, that's going to hold the title for a while. And that can be significant as to when he's going to do it. But otherwise, I don't see like we haven't we never picked a title change of the of the few championship matches. We didn't say there was going to be a title change. So, well, it could be necessarily not important of a pay per view, but yet some great matches. It's definitely going to be a great card. Yeah, I think more so you're right there that it's the significance down the road. Maybe not so much unless L.A. Knight really turns into something red hot, right? Like he won the money in the bank that year. This is where he really became LA Knight. I hope that happens. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick Zoe Stark. I'm officially gonna pick her to win that match. I think that's what should happen. I think that's who, who needs it, and that's what they should do. So, that's my one big crazy thing that happens. Besides all the other booking by Tony, you heard bullshit today. Yeah, I don't have anything crazy uh, that I think is gonna happen. To be honest with you, I don't think I don't see a cash in. I you know Dom I think Dominic is maybe the biggest one that's could be an upset. Otherwise, I don't think it's anything like shocking that it's going to happen at the show. But should be, but again, should be a phenomenal show. Sounds good. All right, folks, that's it for DWI three eighty two right here, Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Don't forget to always head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot DP. Where can they find us and yourself on all the social media? What is it, interwebs? Uh, worldwide social media interwebs. There we go. And it's me, DPP, everywhere. This show at Podcast DWI on Twitter and Facebook.com slash DWI Podcast. And the big weekend for those of the Winners You fans, you know, for those uh, gaming nerds, AEW, I know you're not a fan of AEW, and neither am I, but AEW Fight Forever, the video game's coming out this weekend. Should be an interesting one. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the reviews as well as uh, there's a Steam summer sale for those PC fans. Not PC Tunny fans, but PC gaming fans. I mean, they could be both, but, you know, 
so it should be some good sales going on, but I wanted to mention that. And then looking forward to a new wrestling video game that looks like it's going to be a lot like the old Nintendo 64 No Mercy games, gameplay wise. But I'm interested to see because graphic wise, it yeah, looks no, like gra- an N64 yeah, game. Yeah, and that's yes, ridiculous. Yes, not only gameplay wise, but graphic wise, does it also look like that? Follow me at PC Tony. <laughs> Continue to listen to everything Chair Shot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms. And in your own life, go out there and get your own money in the bank. Knowing is half the battle. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.